Testing. Testing. Is this thing on? Uh, I am Jack O'Lantern. And welcome to the Jack O'Lantern Show. Uh, and for today's show, uh, I want to actually read uh, partially uh, to you uh, some Hindu ancient Hindu scriptures, uh, a book from the Upanishads, uh, which Upanishads, uh, Upa, uh, means near, and Nishad sitting down, to sit, sit down near, uh, and they would say, uh, at the feet of a master, you know, to let him, uh, teach, you know, uh, the student. Uh, so the Upanishads, uh, this is a book, uh, of much uh, simple uh, and artistic uh, uh, reason and wisdom. Uh, and if you are a Christian uh, listening to this, I want you to do something when I read and discuss what I'm reading. Uh, I want you, uh, you see, in this book, there's a, a, a word uh, that is called uh, the self. Uh, and this self is the ultimate part of you. Uh, it is the untapped part of you. Uh, it is it is you and it is other than you at the same time. It is uh, your higher spirit. And so when you hear the word self, the self, I want you to replace it with uh, the word, uh, the words Holy Spirit, uh, because that is the same uh, correlation. Uh, that is uh, the parallel self and holy spirit and then not only that but i want you to listen to the simple wisdoms of this tale and uh and see it in the in the mouth in the breath of christ because everything uh, all these wisdoms are uh, the same wisdoms that jesus christ taught on uh this is this is because uh uh, divine wisdom comes from many uh, different kinds of beings, whether it be mystics, whether it be prophets, or whether it be the Son of God. It is all from the source. It is the same source, uh, the same logos uh, of uh, of wisdom. And it is not a it is not a intellect uh, thing. It is not a knowledge thing. Uh, knowledge and wisdom are different things. Uh, wisdom is a divine thing. Uh, so when you hear the, the, this tale and the conversation that this uh, young boy, uh, this young wise boy, Nachiketa, uh, 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 indulges in, uh, you can relate all of it to the Bible. Uh, so the self is the Holy Spirit and uh, do your uh, relations and listen because uh, this, this book is, you know, it's, a, it's so funny because uh, compared to the Bible, this is just such a small book, the Upanishads. It's such a little book of many little books, little tales. Uh, and there's, and they're, I, I want to say simple, but if you're not a wise person, you're not really going to understand uh, the wisdoms in it. Um, you know, you could have all the, the brains you want, IQ you want, um, but if you do not understand uh, uh, divine wisdom, um, then uh, you are not going, going to understand these, but it is very uh, simply and artistically written. 
Uh, so I'm going I'm going to read the first the the, the kata, uh, K-A-T-H-A. Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, I'm going to read most of it. Um, but we'll start. So it starts off saying, on a certain occasion, Vaja Shrabasa, uh, hoping for divine favor, performed a rite which required that he should give away all of his possessions. So this man, uh, hoping for a divine favor, uh, performed a rite which required that he should give away all of his possessions. He was careful, however, to sacrifice only his cattle, uh, and of these cattle, only such as were useless, <laughs> the old, the barren, the blind, and the lame. Uh, so he wanted, you know, hoping for divine uh, favor, he was going to perform the right, right which requires uh, they should give away all his possession. Uh, but he only gives, oh, he gives away some cattle and not even the good cattle, the old, the barren, the blind, blind, and the lame. Uh, observing this uh, nagardliness, uh, Nachiketa, his young son, uh, whose heart, and listen to this, Nachiketa, his young son, whose heart had received the truth taught in the scriptures, uh, and that is a rare thing that uh, someone's heart receives the truth taught in any scriptures uh, because you know it is uh, and it is obvious today that, that many people's heart does not receive the scriptures because people uh, don't actually practice the scriptures wherefore if they heard uh, the, the tone and the words of Jesus Christ or whatever prophet uh, uh, they'd be actually practicing because they understand what he's saying He's saying, do as I say to do, or at least try to do it. Uh, so it is rare that someone's, uh, you know, heart receives the truth taught in the scriptures. But Nachiketa, they state in this tale, uh, his young son, the son of Raja Sarbasa, who was making this petty uh, offering of, of, of maimed uh, cattle. <laughs> uh, uh, Nachiketa says... Surely a worshiper who dares bring such worthless gifts is doomed to utter darkness. <laughs> uh, thus reflecting, uh, Nachiketa came to his father and cried, Father, I too belong to thee. You know, I too belong to you. To whom givest thou me? Meaning, to whom are you going to give me to? <laughs> uh, and his father did not answer. But when Nachiketa asked the question again, and yet again, uh, his father replied impatiently, Thee I give to death. <laughs> Genius. He says, Thee I give to death. I, mean, I, I give you to death. And then Nachiketa thought to himself. He says, uh, quite innocently here, he says, Of my father's many sons and disciples, uh, I am indeed the best. Uh, or at least of the middle rank, not the worst, uh, but of what good am I to the king of death? <laughs> Yet being determined to keep his father's word, he said, Father, do not repent thy vow. He's getting a little smart with his father. Uh, do not repent, you know, what you say. Uh, consider how it has been with those that had gone before. 
and how it will be with those that now live. Like corn, a man ripens and falls to the ground. Like corn, he springs up again in his season. Having thus spoken, the boy journeyed to the house of death. <laughs> uh, but the god was not home. Uh, and for three nights, Nachiketa waited. Uh, and with at length, when at length the king of death returned, he was met by his servants who said to him, A Brahmin, and a Brahmin is someone who uh, has received uh, the script, the, the you know, in the heart of the scripture. Uh, it is someone who who understands the wisdom that he's reading in the Bible and knows to follow it, or knows to follow the Hindu texts, or knows to follow uh, the Buddhist, uh, you know, meditation techniques and philosophies. Uh, someone who actually works uh, while having faith. So he is a Brahmin. They call him a Brahmin. Uh, and the the servants greet the the king death and say to him, a Brahmin. Like to a flame of fire entered thy house as guest, and thou was not here. Therefore must a peace offering be made to him. Uh, with all accustomed rites, O king, thou must receive thy guest. For if a householder show not due hospitality to a Brahmin, uh, he will lose what he most desires, the merits of his good deeds, uh, his righteousness, his sons, and his cattle. So they're saying to him, you did not greet this Brahmin, and a Brahmin is a very special uh, boy, because uh, uh, he sees, uh, he has eyes like you, O death, and so when you, uh, you know, when he makes him wait for three days, the servants say he's a Brahmin, and you have to do this, you have to grant him uh, something. Uh, you know, or your stuff, your good deeds, your righteousness, your sons, and your cattle will uh, be disappeared. And then the king of death approached Nachiketa and welcomed him with courteous words. O Brahmin, he said, I salute thee. Thou art indeed a guest worthy of all reverence. But I pray thee, no harm befall me. Uh, three nights has you passed in my as thou passed in my house and has not received my hospitality ask of me therefore three boons one for each night and a boon uh, you can just uh, imagine as a uh, 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 a wish uh, but typically a boon in mythology is not a, a, a physical you know present uh, it's it comes in the the, the realization uh, of uh, of something that changes your 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 view of everything. Uh, it is a, a revelation uh, in of yourself. You could say this is a boon because they they say a boon is a gift from the gods. Uh, whenever you see it, uh, you know in Hindu uh, art uh, the the gods holding uh, you know an orange. Uh, it is a fruit and that is the symbol of a boon. It is a fruit from the gods that uh, changes. Uh, the way you think uh, for a good reason it matures you it evolves you uh, but uh, in this these boons you could look at it as three wishes oh death replied Nachiketa so let it be uh, and as the first of these boons uh, I ask that my father be not anxious about me uh, that his anger be appeased, and that when uh, thou sendest me back to him, he recognize me and welcome me. And that's a kind, uh, you know, a kind boon uh, that a wise boy would do, is wish that his father, you know, was uh, all right. Uh, By my will, declared death, thy father shall recognize thee and love thee uh, as heretofore. 
Uh, and seeing thee again alive, he shall be tranquil of mind, uh, and he shall sleep in peace. Uh, then said Najiketa, uh, In heaven there is no fear at all. Thou, O death, art not there. So in heaven, he, they, they say in heaven, there is no fear at all. Thou, you, death, O death, king death, are not there. Nor in that place does the thought of growing old make one tremble. It doesn't make you tremble when you're in heaven. Uh, there, free from hunger and from thirst, and far from the reach of sorrow, all rejoice and are glad. Uh, thou knowest, O king, uh, the fire sacrifice that leads to heaven. Teach me that sacrifice, for I am full of faith. This is my second wish. Whereupon consenting, uh, death taught the boy the fire sacrifice and all the rites and ceremonies attending it. Nachiketsa repeated all that he had learned, and death, well pleased with him, said, I grant thee an extra boon. Henceforth shall this uh, sacrifice be called the Nachiketsa sacrifice after thy name. Choose now thy third boon. So that wasn't a really big deal, uh, that boon. Uh, and then Nachiketsa considered within himself, uh, and this is uh, this is the the point of where we're gonna go, of where this story goes. That was kind of the intro to this. Uh, so for the third boon, what does Nachiketa want? And then Nachiketa considered uh, within himself and said, "When a man dies, there is this doubt. Some say uh, he is. Others say." He is not. Uh, taught by thee, taught by you, death, I would know the truth. This is my third wish. And I'll repeat that. He says, when a man dies, there is this doubt. Some say he is. Others say he is not. Taught by thee, I would know the truth. This is my third wish. Nay, replied death. Even the gods were once puzzled by this mystery. Subtle indeed is the truth regarding it, not easy to understand. Choose thou some other boon, O Nachiketa. But Nachiketa would not be denied. Thou sayest, O death, that even the gods were once puzzled by this mystery. Uh, and that it is not easy to understand. Surely there is no teacher better able to explain it than thou, uh, and there is no other boon equal to this. Uh, to which trying Nachiketa again, the god of death replied, as for sons and grandsons who shall give you a hundred years, as for cattle, elephants, horses, gold, choose for thyself a mighty kingdom, or if thou canst imagine aught better, ask for that not for sweet pleasures only, but for the power beyond all thought to taste their sweetness. Yea, verily, the supreme enjoyer will I make thee of every good thing, celestial maidens beautiful to behold, such indeed as were not meant for mortals. Even these together with their bright chariots and their musical instruments uh, will I give unto thee to serve thee. Uh, but for the secret of death, O Nachiketa, do not ask. Brilliant. This book is brilliant. Uh, but Nachiketa stood fast and said, 
the wise Nachiketa, what does he say? He says, these things endure only till the morrow. <laughs> all these things, all these cattle, these elephants, these horses, this gold, these uh, celestial maidens, beautiful to behold, bright chariots and their musical instruments. Uh, you know, and what does Nachiketa say? These things endure only till the morrow. O destroyer of life, and the pleasures they give wear out the senses. Keep thou therefore horses and chariots, keep dance and song for thyself. How shall he desire wealth, O death, who has once seen your face? Brilliant, brilliant line, and I'm going to repeat that uh, because it was brilliant. Uh, this is his reply. These things endure only till the morrow, meaning these things don't last. They are fleeting pleasures. Uh, but these things endure only till the, the morrow, O death, O destroyer of life. And the pleasures they give wear out the senses. So these pleasurable things, they wear out uh, the senses by distracting you from your, your intuitive senses. Um, but keep thou therefore horses and chariots, keep dance and song for thyself. How shall one desire wealth? How shall one desire wealth, O death, who has uh, once seen your face? And that is uh, so deep, because once you uh, meet death, once you accept death, uh, you are fulfilled. Because that is, uh, death is the, the fear, uh, every fear is a stemming from death. Uh, so when you uh, face your death and you accept death, maybe you get cancer and it goes away, uh, you might end up being uh, enlightened or definitely um, changed by that. Uh, so he says, you know, I've seen you, I've seen death. So how shall I desire wealth when I've already met death? Meaning he's fulfilled already. Uh, and then he goes on to say, nay, only the boon that I have chosen, that only do I ask. Having found out the society of the imperishable and the immortal, as in knowing thee I have done, how shall I, subject to decay and death, and knowing well the vanity of the flesh, how shall I wish for long life? Tell me, O king, the supreme secret regarding which men doubt no other boon will I ask. Uh, whereupon the king of death, well pleased at heart, uh, began to teach Nachiketa the secret of immortality. <clears throat> and then we get into the lesson. And I'm only going to read, uh, I'm not going to read the entire dialogue between uh, the king of death and Nachiketa. I'm going to read uh, the king of death's uh, first uh, two pages of, of, of his words uh, and his explainings. And here uh, you can relate uh, the self to the Holy Spirit. Uh, you can relate uh, these wisdoms that uh, death, uh, the, you know, uh, the character death uh, tells you uh, in this uh, dialogue, monologue. Everything relates. All these religions and their knowledges relate. So it's, you know, I think it's about time uh, to move past the, um, you know, the, the walls uh, that are dividing uh, everyone's minds. Uh, but this is what the king of death says. Uh, he says, 
Uh, the good is one thing, the pleasant is another. The good is one thing and the pleasant is another. These two, differing in their ends, both prompt to action. So if you're going to chase pleasant things, it is going to, uh, it is going to give way to, to, to an outcome. If you uh, chase goodness, it is going to give way to a different outcome. Uh, a different outcome that the, the outcome of pleasantries give. So the good is one thing, the pleasant is another. These two, differing in their ends, both prompt to action. Blessed are they that choose the good. They that choose the pleasant miss the goal. Both the good and the pleasant present themselves to men. The wise, having, having examined both, distinguish the one from the other. The wise prefer the good to the pleasant. The foolish, driven by fleshly desires, prefer the pleasant to the good. My, how much we need to hear uh, these words today. Thou, O Nachiketa, having looked upon fleshly desires, delightful to the senses, hast renounced them all. You have renounced them all. Uh, thou hast turned from the miry way, wherein many a man wallows. Far from each other and leading to different ends are ignorance and knowledge. Thee, O Najiketa, I regard as one who aspires after knowledge. For a multitude of pleasant objects were unable to tempt thee. Living in the abyss of ignorance, yet wise in their own conceit, Deluded fools go round and round, the blind led by the blind. That's a strong line. Living in the abyss of ignorance, yet wise in their own conceit. Meaning, uh, uh, being a good liar, I think is what they're saying there. You know, being uh, a smartass, uh, or, you know, a trickster. Living in the abyss of ignorance, yet wise in their own conceit. Deluded fools go round and round, the blind led by the blind. To the, to the thoughtless youth, deceived by the vanity of earthly possessions. This is a proclamation. To the thoughtless youth, received by the vanity of earthly possessions. The path that leads to the eternal abode is not revealed. The world alone, this world alone is real. There is no hereafter. Thinking that, uh, man falls again and again, birth after birth into my jaws, into death's jaws. So when a man thinks this world alone is real, there's, there is no hereafter. Thinking that, one falls again and again, birth after birth into the jaws of death. Uh, to many it is not given to hear of the self, the self, the Holy Spirit. Uh, many, th many, though, they hear of it, do not understand it. Wonderful is he who speaks of it. Intelligent is he who learns of it. Blessed is he, taught by a good teacher, is able to understand it. The truth of the self cannot be fully understood when taught by an ignorant man. For opinions regarding it, not founded in knowledge, vary one from another. 
subtler than the subtlest is the self and beyond all logic and that's the you know that is the spirit the spirit is subtle your conscience is so subtle subtler than the subtlest is the self and beyond all logic taught by a teacher who knows the self and brahman as one a man leaves vain theory behind and attains to the truth so taught by a teacher who knows the self and brahman as one so this is man brahman and holy spirit as one a man leaves vain theory behind and attains to the truth <coughs> the awakening which thou hast known uh, does not come through the intellect uh, but rather in fullest measure from the lips of the wise uh, and that is a cute little uh, line the awakening which thou hast known does not come through the intellect it has nothing to do with iq or what, what you know how much you memorize or whatever but rather in fullest measure from the lips of the wise and i see that as kind of a, a symbol saying uh, wisdom is not intellect uh, it is not uh, a knowledge thing it is it is a uh, you know it's kind of its own anyone can be wise no matter you know a dumb man can be wise brilliant man could be very unwise uh so i think that's the, what they're saying there uh but well i know and i think this is an ad admission on the on the uh, king death's part uh well i know that earthly treasure lasts but till the morrow for did not I myself, wishing to be king of death, make sacrifice with fire? Uh, but the sacrifice was a fleeting thing, perform performed with fleeting objects, and small is my reward, seeing that only for a moment will my reign endure. So I'm pretty sure that was a mission, saying that even sacrifice, uh, even uh, you know ritualistic sacrifices, uh, is just a fleeting thing. Uh, it's just a material thing. Um, and he's, uh, you know, done it and says, uh, it's, you know, his reign will uh, only endure uh, momentarily. Uh, the goal of worldly desire, the goal of worldly desire, the glittering objects for which all men long, the celestial pleasures they hope to gain by religious rites, the most sought after of miraculous powers, all these were within your grasp nachiketa but all of these with firm resolve you have renounced the ancient effulgent being the indwelling spirit subtle deep hidden in the lotus of the heart uh, is hard to know but the wise man following the path of meditation knows him and is freed alike from pleasure and from pain uh, the man who has learned that the self is separate from the body, the senses, and the mind, uh, and has fully known him, the soul of truth, the subtle principle, such a man uh, truly, uh, who truly attains to him uh, is exceedingly glad because uh, he has found the source and dwelling place of all felicity, which means intense happiness. Uh, truly do I believe, O Nachiketa, that for thee, the gates of joy stand open uh, i'm going to end it there uh, but actually i'm going to read from you one more line because i want to leave it as a cliffhanger uh, because 
because I want you to get this book and I want you to read it because it is so short and it is so simple. Um, I'm not going to do a part two on this. I'm not going to finish uh, the rest of Kata. Um, but I am going to read you uh, what uh, to all that what Nachiketa's reply was. And then I'm just going to leave it there. Um, just so in hopes that you might pick up this book and, and study it uh, as many times as I have. Uh, in the best... The best uh, translation I've found is uh, the Swami Prabhavananda. Uh, the Swami Prabhavananda uh, uh, translation is the best. I've read a, a few. Um, but Nachiketa uh, ends with, uh, doesn't end, but be, uh, continues the conversation with this. And this is where I'm going to end it. Teach me, O king, I beseech thee, whatsoever thou knowest to be beyond right and wrong, beyond cause and effect, beyond past, present, and future. And then the king uh, of death goes on from there. And what, we'll read what he says one more time, because it is so deep. Uh, because Nachiketa is not too, wait, uh, you know, uh, uh, he is not trapped in the, the, the circle, the wheel of karma, and being, uh, you know, uh, dragged around like a rag doll. Uh, uh, you know, with his emotions, he's a, he's a, above good and evil. He's above right and wrong. He's beyond cause and effect. And he says, "Teach me, O King, I beseech thee, whatsoever thou knowest to be." So he's asking uh, the King of Death, "Whatever you know about uh, being beyond right and wrong, beyond cause and effect, beyond past, present, and future, that I want to know." <laughs> Um, I'm going to close it there. Uh, uh, I'm not going to uh, read, I don't think, uh, very often. Uh, but I feel as though that that tale, uh, or portion of that tale, uh, had to be uh, told. Uh, but I am Jack O'Lantern. Uh, and uh, that was the Jack O'Lantern Show. Uh, good morning. Uh, good day, good evening, uh, wherever you are, whatever illusionary uh, time it is by you, uh, be well, uh, be brave with your truths, uh, and never apologize for speaking them. Mm -hmm.